Hey guys, thanks for listening to Kinda Dating, the comedy dating podcast where I, your host, Natasha Chandel, and some really cool guests break down the dating world and try to figure out why the fuck do we all have commitment issues? Today's topic is long distance relationships. Can they work? Let's find out. friends you're listening to kind of dating this is natasha uh i would love to hear from you i know you guys send me lots of messages and i really really love them but if you could write a little review on the app um only five stars please we'd really appreciate it uh let's get into what today's topic is it is long distance relationships and our guest is writer and ucb improviser edgar montplaisir that's you know what it it is wrong, but it is like Jeez. the most right wrong I've ever heard. If really? That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. How do I say it? Correctly? It's mon plaisir. Like it's mon, mon plaisir. plaisir. But okay. Like, that mon was still, like you put it, an plaisir. effort into saying okay. it French. Which how I how really do people? Appreciate. How do other people say it? Mon plaisir or like really? Maybe because I'm Canadian and we have French. Oh, so are you Canadian? yeah, yeah. Nice. So okay, now I get mon plaisir. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. It's it's spelled wrong. Yeah. It is spelled. It's supposed to be M O N T. I believe. Yes, that's what I. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, so it's pronounced like that. That mon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Got it. Mm-hmm. Are you French? Uh, my parents are from the island of Haiti. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's amazing. So, so do French you... by way of slavery. Yeah, it... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a beautiful language. <laughs> it is, yeah, it is. I'm, 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 I'm assuming that they were like, maybe not nice slave masters, but at least it like sounded nice. Like, yeah. you know, like. Pick up that cotton probably sounds really it, nice. It in does. French. It's it's like uh, parlez-vous. Uh, yeah, that's like, not even there. Bleh, 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 cotton, and you're just like cotton. Ooh. Cotton. Uh, yeah. Probably sounds very. Yeah, nice. right. <laughs> My ancestors don't like that joke. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you're here now in LA. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, we wanted to talk about long distance relationships. So mm-hmm. I'm. I also. Uh, I'm not part of UCB the way you guys are, but mm-hmm. I'm like there a lot and mm-hmm. I've graduated and I hope to get to get into advance and mm-hmm. all of that. Um, a big fan of you. I've seen oh, you, you in DiCaprio and a couple mm-hmm. of your other teams. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and, and you, you're always there. How long have you been with UCB? Uh, I started there in 2015. Holy shit. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. And we've had a couple of UCBers on here. We've had Mono and we've had Carl. Yeah. Uh, big fans of both of them. Yeah. Uh, both my heroes. Both yeah. amazing people. Um, Carl is my uh, assigned mentor. Oh, nice. At UCB. Oh, for the yeah, diversity for diversity scholarship. Nice, nice. And it's so funny because he's always like, I feel like I'm supposed to do more. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. Yeah. When I have a question, I get to ask you. Carl is my assigned bully. Oh, like, is he? I also got an email from the diversity yeah. committee, and they say Carl Tart will be bullying yeah. you, mm-hmm. and that's who he is. For and me. you, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. at least they put you guys in your categories. Yeah. He also every time is just like, I feel like I should be doing more. And I'm yeah. like, No, you're doing enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I have to ask this question: Please. single or in a relationship? I am currently in a relationship. Okay, and is it a long distance relationship? It is not a long okay. distance relationship. Um, right. So before we start uh, mm-hmm. this episode, I, I got to drop a few facts. Okay. Please. There's actually a website called longdistancerelationships.com. dot oh, wow. um, oh. Yeah, it's really on the nose, and uh, these are some of the stats that they dropped. They said four, and this is. A U.S. thing. Mm-hmm. 14 million couples define themselves as having a long-distance relationship. Holy shit. 3.75 million married couples are in a long-distance relationship. Mm-hmm. Like a bicoastal type thing. Yeah. 
32.5% of all long distance relationships are college relationships. Yep. 75% of all engaged couples have at some point been in a long distance relationship. That actually seems kind of fair. A 2.9% of all married couples in the states in the states live in a long distance relationship. Okay. Um 10% of all marriages in the States started out as a long-distance relationship. It's crazy. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah. But it also makes sense. Like, especially when you think about, like, where, like, relationships started getting real. It's college. And especially if you went away to college, you're probably not yeah. from the same area as that right. person. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, that's like, a big one of how people get into it. So mm-hmm. have you have been in a long-distance relationship. A how long, long was it? Can you tell us a little about it? How long was it? it long-distance? Yeah. Uh, two and a half years. Wow. And so can you tell us a bit about it? When did it start? Yeah, it started in college. Right. Uh, uh, we were, like, college sweethearts. And then, uh, uh, like, uh, towards the end of college, uh, she had gotten into law school in Portland and I want to chase my dreams of being a comedian in Los Angeles. Yeah. And originally the plan was to break up at the end of the school year. Like we kind of had like this weird countdown where we're just like, we're only dating until June 16th. Mm-hmm. And on June 16th, <laughs> it's all over. But then, you know, after graduation day, we like kind of hung out. and We're like, you know, we kind of like each other. Yeah. So uh, we decided to stay together. And uh, it was long distance where she went off to Portland. And then I went off to L.A., we had gotten engaged maybe six or seven months after that. And then we were like, well, this is working towards wow. being like a marriage thing, which I think kept it together for a little longer. Yeah. But it was extremely difficult. Yeah. And so she was in Portland and you were in L.A. Mm-hmm. And was she a- was doing something tangible where like, you know, I think that's very important. To, is it, yeah, to to it, discuss, is yeah. She was doing something tangible that she could see the steps towards. Yeah. And I was basically going, well, these things kind of make sense. Yeah. And I think that that was like a defining thing as a problem in the relationship. Totally. So I um, when we were brainstorming, like, what topic mm-hmm. should we do? Mm-hmm. Um and we talked about long distance. It's one requested to me by guests, mm-hmm. which is interesting. And um, I was notorious for long distance relationships. Really? Like I just did, like every my friends just had a running joke that they would call guys by their cities. Like oh they would just gosh. name them cities. How would you meet these men? I travel and I'm known for <laughs> vacation romances. Oh, wow. <laughs> or okay. I was. Um, but yeah, it's funny because so I you pray love shit. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. Um but like even people who used to come into town or I don't know, I just always end up meeting people <laughs> who, are, who like live you, in a different you mean country. People who come into town. I don't know. It just you happens. Work at a saloon. What well, are you so here's the thing. About? I know, right? Uh, so <laughs> my first relationship, it was uh, two and a half years, and the guy w- lived in India, uh, and that okay. happened because. Uh, we were part of the same dance company, mm-hmm. and I was an assistant training under him. Mm-hmm. And then, stupid me, when I was what twenty, the fucking prime of my life, guys, mm-hmm. from twenty to like twenty three, just mm-hmm. before my twenty third birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, for two and a half years, we were together. I even moved to New York. He was in he was in India. I never did shit. Like I was so loyal, even though I had like every opportunity. Especially my first summer in New York. I turned twenty one in New York. We were all my friends were partying, yes. and I had like guys hitting on me, and I was like, I'm in a relationship, okay? And now, now in hindsight, I'm like, ugh, I'm so stupid. He was turning um, all that free dick, right? 
so true. I mean, I guess I saved myself from some things, but oh, of course. Um, but but then been some good free dick. Out yeah, there. right. But then I dated a guy in Vancouver for like six months. I dated oh a guy in London for six months that I met at a wedding. I think you just hate American men. <laughs> well, I, I've actually <laughs> talked about that on the show too a little bit, um, where I sort of, kind of have <laughs> have my beef. But um, but this is when I was in Canada still for yeah. a long time. I was having mm-hmm. long distance. And then, then when I moved to New York, I would date guys out of state. Yeah. So it would be like Philly, Maryland, DC. Is a big like they're close, but that's still a big yeah. deal. Like that's still. Long like, yeah, I mean, 100%. then you have to like, I mean, we were poor shit, so it'd yeah. take like a bus to yeah, go exactly. see somebody and plan a weekend and, and all that shit. And it adds up like once it's yep. sixty, but then two. It's three, yep, four, especially five, when you're yeah. fucking poor. Poor, yeah. And and yeah, I mean, it was such a funny. Thing that my friends would be like, so who's calling Vancouver, Philly? Who's it? So and I'm not just only like, in long distance relationships, but you're dating all these men at the same time. No, I'm, but there was <laughs> one time that I did date. There, were, I mean, because I was single, yeah. I, I wasn't like in a relationship really with these guys. But there was one guy, not another guy in Vancouver, one in my hometown yeah. in Mississauga, and one in London. Yeah, and to be polyamorous and long I know, distance is it's true. insane. But hey. I was young course, and I was yeah. wild and I was free. Free, yeah. Um, you're also Wiz Khalifa. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, I mean, you're black and I'm yellow. Yeah, so absolutely. It, I agree. I'm more brown, but uh, it's all good. The joke still lands. Yeah, uh, sort Asian of. is Asian. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think that's the part. That's why I said it's so important to be like she was working towards this tangible thing because I feel like because that was true, finances came into it a lot. Mm-hmm. Where because she had like this more tangible thing, she got like a really good internship and a good job. So I think she carried a lot more of like the financial responsibility yeah. of being a long distance relationship, which is plane tickets yeah, yeah. at the end of the day. Yeah. And like I would go and visit her in Portland and she was like buying food for me and like it just felt shitty, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, it I get felt it. really shitty yeah. like because I was just like and people be like, What do you do? And I'm like, oh, I do like stand up and improv and they're just like, Oh, you saying you broke, nigga. That's what this yeah. dude's saying is that he's broke. Like, you know, like and that was very, very difficult and stuff. So I think that that is a number one killer, which if the question is, can long distance relationships work? I think yes, if it's for a finite amount of time. Yes. And before we even get into that, I want to like discuss, mm-hmm. like, why do people get into long distance relationships? They're cowards. I mean, I was, I mean, that's, that's, that's like, a, that's, a, that's the right way of saying it. I was going to be like, yeah, because I had commitment phobia. So it was great. Yeah. When I gave me distance. Yeah. Because when I look back at my relationship with Caitlin, uh, I think, like, why didn't we break up? And it was because I moved to an, a completely brand new area, mm-hmm. and I didn't know anyone. Yeah. So she was my only friend, period. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, it was like, yeah, all this shit is happening to me, but I know I have this friend. Mm-hmm. And when I get back home, I could FaceTime. Like, we would FaceTime all the time. We did this thing called Rabbit. Anyone who's in a long-distance relationship, it's this website called Rabbit, R-A-B-B dot I-T. And what oh, it is is I you guys essentially share a computer screen. So, like, you, like, log into this thing, and you share, like, an internet browser, and you could watch Netflix at the same time. You could, like, oh. we would, like, watch Netflix, or we would read articles together, and we could, like, both type. Like, we both see the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, that's, we would hang out on that for, like, yeah. hours. Right. Like, you know, because she was my only friend. But then what happened was I started to pop at UCB, and, like, not, like, like I have friends and stuff yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I started spending more and more time there, and, you know, it went from being on Rabbit every night to, like, on the weekends mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. once every other week and stuff. And that's why I say, like, it's not necessarily cowardly, but it's just, like, 
is usually this thing makes me feel comfortable and I'm afraid of stepping out of my comfort zone. So I'll put this comfort zone thing in a very extraneous situation Mm -hmm. to maintain that tiny sense of comfort of being in a relationship. That's a pessimistic way to say it. No, I mean, that's like that's kind of what it is. There are different reasons. Some people just genuinely didn't think about it and met somebody and it happened spontaneously. Like Mm -hmm. you you were traveling somewhere, you went to college or something, you know, and then Mm -hmm. you're just like, no, let's give it a shot. And then, like you said, there are the people who do it for comfort. For me, it was definitely like I could keep people away by saying, hey, I'm in a relationship. Mm -hmm. But it gave me the space and independence to, like, do me. But then Mm -hmm. I felt like this other part of my life was taken care of. I didn't have to worry about it. And I was like, oh, great. And I don't have to see you all the time. Awesome. Like It's like residual checks. Yeah, right? Exactly. (laughs) Ugh, I love and hate those, especially when you get, like, the 30 cents ones. Yeah, from Netflix. Yep. (laughs) <laughs> or HBO, no, um, Ooh, okay. <laughs> right? Okay. Uh, uh, but yeah. yeah, there, there, there are uh, lots of reasons that yeah. people like sometimes end up in them. Yeah, I wanted to clarify yeah. that we're not like I'm not talking about like situations where like someone gets a job and goes somewhere else. Yes, or, like, but those things happen. School, yeah, goes to school. Mm-hmm. Like I know, like as someone who's Adventist, like sometimes people will, like date and the other person like has to like go to like seminary or something yeah. like that. And another like that's completely different. Yeah. We're talking about like yeah. I think the the very first time when I was a kid, and again, I was 20 when I was in that two and a half year one, I really like, I thought it would be okay. I like wasn't even thinking. I was never, I wasn't really forward thinking at that Mm. time. I was very in the moment kind of kid and which is complete opposite of me now. But then I was just like, yeah, I mean, this feels great. You're in India. I don't worry about the fact that we have a 12 hour time difference in like speaking. So it'd be like my morning, his night. So we could never screen share or do any yeah. of that it would literally be like hey how was your day yeah okay what did you do but like that was it um but i just like didn't think about it yeah until once we were obviously two years in two and a half and we broke up because one he cheated on me but two um i mean that's what happens it, exactly because people need to be it's, touched it's bound to happen yeah um need to be touched. but he he was the one who kept being like oh i'm going to move i'm going to move i'm going to move and then just mm-hmm. no plans, no were, being plans were being made and finally I've, and i was trying to be really patient and like not pick a fight about it mm-hmm. and but my dad was like he hated him he was like the guy's never going to come here you're an idiot and i was like no <laughs> you don't yeah. know anything dad um you just don't want me to be in love and uh, and then when i finally had to talk with him it like all unraveled yeah and then i was just like wait 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 what i just thought this conversation about like when you might come here and now suddenly it's like it's there's this girl and i'm just like wait what <laughs> Damn. um but yeah i mean it was the, the best thing to have ever happened in the long like you know the big mm-hmm. field of vision but um but it was like hard at the time. Yeah. And uh, I was the opposite. I was the dude in your story. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. You didn't, yeah. Like, but you, because, but that didn't make sense because then you wouldn't have been true to yourself because you want to be in stand up and comedy. Well, and she like, the didn't scene want me to move to here. Portland. She was going to move. Here. Oh, she was going to be. But what happened was. Oh, I thought you on, said you were the dude. I was the dude. I'll explain. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, uh, Harold Knight. Uh, I got on Harold Knight. Mm-hmm. And then basically what we would do was like around like the beginning of her school year. She would like be like, these are like the dates that would be good for you to mm-hmm. come, and we would buy all those airplane tickets in advance. Right. But then Harold Night happened, and like you know, like that's like yeah, a, yeah, that's a job commitment. Job, like, yeah. There's practice every week. Mm-hmm. There's shows every week. Mm-hmm. There's indie shows. There's all these mm-hmm. things. And then she was like, hey, here are the dates that work for me. Can you commit to them? And I said, I can't commit to them because I don't know the Harold schedule for the whole yeah. year. 
and I won't know up until like they like do a new schedule every three months. Yeah. So I won't know. And she was like, well, I I need to know like when you're coming. I was like, ah, you know, I don't really know. And then like it turned into one yeah. of those conversations into is this a yeah. logistical thing yeah. moving forward? Yeah. So, I mean, that sucks. <laughs> yeah, it, it does suck. <laughs> um, but I don't I don't want to be completely negative about long distance relationships. No, they're a lot of fun parts. Yeah. So like, OK, wait, before we get into like eventually I will turn back into what is the hard parts. But what are the fun parts about being in a long distance relationship? Man, the sex that y'all have when y'all right? see each other is so uh-huh. dope because it's just like, yep. It's like a, in a training, like a training montage yeah. movie, where like a dude, like you see him train the yeah. whole time, and he's like, "Oh man!" And then when that fight happens, you know what yeah. I mean? Like it's the sex is so that first. Well, that first one is never dope because you just, from a man's perspective, you just come so fast. Yeah, I apologize. Yeah, just it's like, it's, it's, like it's, I've been waiting. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I get it. No, it's true. But it's very true. It's though. so like yeah. just, and it's not only just the sex, but like just like. You you Being look forward per- oh, to man. seeing because you yeah. haven't had like you said that the physical touch in in a while and then when you see them you're like oh, oh it's like oh yeah. everything like yeah it's just so exciting and mm-hmm. like yeah it always feels like a present mm-hmm. like you know like so that person oh man I'll get so excited be like, mm-hmm. okay let's go in a couple like you just like, yeah yeah it's- there's also like the positive part of having space and getting to be independent oh, like yeah. that's a cool thing yeah. and and you you do get to miss the other person but also live your own life yeah. and cultivate Drink you till four in yeah the morning, exactly ain't nobody gonna stop you nope um you get to travel yeah that's the fun part yeah you get to travel to new places see new meet new people yeah um I like traveling so it always communication is better yes because it is yeah literally it's, it's the better until the, it's not better yeah, yeah, yeah. until but someone's yes. just like i'm not gonna answer yeah i'm just like not gonna and you can't do anything you can't come find me but yeah. that's on some petty <laughs> shit but <laughs> but i do think communication is better because it's literally the foundation yeah. of the relationship yeah. because that's all yeah. you have i also feel like people who have been in any form of a long distance relationship and like done it with integrity where you like you didn't cheat on them mm-hmm. or whatever it's in a great test of character absolutely and, like, you feel, like, I felt proud. Like, as much as sometimes I look back, I'm like, what a fucking idiot. But I'm proud of myself. Like, I, I was like, damn, like, I showed a lot of strength. And if I could get through that, then, you know, yeah. not, like, sex-obsessed. Yeah. Thank God. You know, and because there's sometimes, you know. Of course. Hey, STDs listen. and shit. So. Of course. Hey, <laughs> they're real things. Yeah. Uh, conflict resolution is also, like, Oh, uh, yeah. Because you can't, like, hide behind, like, yelling or getting yes. mad or, like, throwing a tantrum because it's just, like, the person's not yep. there. You literally have to talk. You have to say what's Your up. way out mm-hmm. to, of everything. Mm-hmm. And you become creative, right? Because mm-hmm. what you said, you found this website and you, you know, were Netflix. Uh, Netflix. We found this app, too. That, oh, like, really? You could, like, oh, man, it's so whack to talk about. But No, what uh, is it? The person could, like, touch something on their phone and would send like an alert to you like this person wants to hold hands and then Aww. you would also touch it and then like yeah it was kind of it's whack. just like or, a virtual <laughs> yeah or you can yeah. be like it'll be like this person's thinking about you Aww. and then like you could set it was like a whole app built yeah. for long distance relationships you could set a timer yeah for like oh this person's coming in this many yeah. days and it would remind you and stuff like that i also think well, i i think that's super cute there's also like the aspect of like she gets you you have to like keep things interesting and spicy oh i know what you're talking so yeah like and Mm -hmm. i think sometimes when you're with a person in like not a long distance relationship Mm -hmm. in the same city and town you get boring and stale and whatever this is us exactly 
I was just binging that yesterday. Mm-hmm. That's yourself? my Saturday night, guys. No, By my yourself. roommate and I. Oh. I was just like, you know what? I don't feel like going out, but what show do you I want to watch? what I feel watch? like doing? <laughs> I feel like bawling my eyes yeah. out. I didn't. Okay, one, I have like clearly no feelings because it didn't yeah. bother me. I was just so many you? opera episodes in. I was like, uh-huh. Yeah, you're, you're heartless. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It was a nice show. It's, it's a nice heartless. show, uh, but I didn't cry over it yet maybe i will that man had cancer. i'm five episodes in. that man had cancer a lot of people have cancer. imagine finding your father and you're like yo this is so dope to find my dad and then he has cancer but the dad left him i mean oh come on man <laughs> what was he supposed- come on no. <laughs> i hate those kind of shows but i was like Oh, oh. You know what got me? Oh, I don't. I mean, I, I don't want to reveal anything for the audience. Man, but listen, what got me is when I when I started it. realizing who I was like, wait a minute, those are the twins. That's the brother. Oh, that's smart. Like that's yeah. what got me. Yeah. And that was the only emotion I had through the Damn. through at least five episodes so you far. You didn't feel something when like uh, Sterling K. Brown's character had like that stutter, and then his brother came and like helped him, and like that was the first time I cried during that show. When he was like freaking out in his office and he couldn't like focus. Have you finished all season? No, I haven't. Oh, I've seen five mind. five episodes Oops. in. Yep. <laughs> Oopsie. I was like, well then. Um, uh, it'll be it'll be very. If yeah. you don't cry during that, message me and then I'll send you uh, You'll a just... couple of therapists to go <laughs> hang out with. <laughs> I've been to therapy so much. Uh, no, but so so we have to. You have to keep things spicy, oh, yeah. and you oh, know yeah. people get all kinds of creative with mm. the the phone conversations, oh, yeah. with the skyping, with all kinds of shit. Every long distance relationship person can write an erotic novel. Yep, it's very true. Because like I, I like sex girls, like you know now, yeah. and then like they're like I don't know what to say, and it's like yeah, you don't. <laughs> of course, you don't know how to, what to say. Never You've done never this. Never had to rely on yeah, this. So yeah, this yeah. is the only way I can enjoy myself. <laughs> but now it's like created this like it's, this gap. Yeah, <laughs> this gap where I'm like just the standard of I'm expectation. To do this, this, and this and this, this is and your like, test. Yeah, I like it. And it's like no, no, give me something. <laughs> Use your words. You're like you fail. You're a writer. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, okay. That was a very personalized jab. <laughs> we're gonna um, we're gonna drop some more stats, okay? Please. Before we get into like the hard parts of the relationship, more stats. So uh, it says the average distance in a long distance relationship is 125 miles. What? That's drivable, right? Step your shit up. I know, right? Invest in a car. <laughs> uh, have real long distance relationships. Yeah, the average number of times couples visited each other per month: one and a half. This yeah. is kind of reasonable, yeah. 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 Mine mine was like three times in two and a half years because I was stupid. Yeah, I mean, um, India, come on. Like, <laughs> no, I was so dumb. It's a Wes Anderson movie. <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> the average number of letters couples write each other per month, three letters. This was something I was reading online letters. that people were like, you should actually write like handwritten letters. I mean, it's a lot for me, but. Kayla sent me care packages, but not letters. That's sweet. Oh, well, there are letters in the care packages. Okay. But- but check, they were like typed letters the and they time, put them, Check yeah. the time on that. <laughs> check the time on that. Right. Uh, the average number of days between couples calling each other, 2.7 days. Wow. What? That I was surprised about because I feel like when you're in a long distance it's thing. every day. Yeah. You would talk every day. I don't know, man. This is longdistancerelationships.com, guys. But these people could be maybe four or five years in. Yeah. Like, yeah you don't know. You never know. Mm-hmm. It says the average number of months before couples expect to move back together. <sighs> 14 months. That's, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Caitlin and I were looking yeah. at three years. Yeah. If we had finished. Yeah. If we had finished, she would have moved in by now. She would have moved yeah. here by now. Yeah. 
Um, so what is the hardest part of like, so we talked about the fact that you need to have an end goal. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I would say if you bad can, days, man, bad yeah. days are the hardest part. Yeah. Like, like nobody to nobody. lean on and yeah, talk to and, like, and whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Like I remember, uh, I didn't get an audition for mess hall and I was like distraught and heartbroken and I'm like trying to talk to her and she's like, it's okay. And it's just like, man, I don't want to hear that from yeah. over the phone. He was like, I didn't want to hear anything. I just wanted somebody to hug me. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. But they can't do that. So then they like offer up something. They're offering up the best they can. But like, you know. Did she send like the app message? Yeah. She put it. It was like, she's trying to hold your hand. (laughs) You're like, this is a fucking cutting it right now. I deleted the app and I broke my (laughs) iPhone in half. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You know, the new iPhone X, though, they're making like you can uh, personalize memes or personalize gifts. So you can take, like, you can create a gift of you being like, and like blowing a kiss at somebody and then just like send that. Have you seen all the memes about how uh, it's facial recognition? Oh, yeah. So it's like there was this one that my friend Kevin made. It's so funny. Uh, it's like a black it's like a black girl dancing and it's like girls when they realize all they have to do is wait till their nigga falls asleep <laughs> cuz yeah you know they want to read those texts yep yeah. i don't blame them uh no, i'm kidding uh, that's a dope part of being in a long distance relationship i was just going to say yeah you can be hella you can uh-huh. be hella sneaky with those dms right not that I did. But you that. shouldn't be. So that's what I was going to say. The hard part is staying committed. Yeah. That's like, fair. how do you uh, not get tempted by other people and not act on that and not act out from that? Especially when we're talking like 20s. Yeah. Mid 20s when everyone's trying to fuck. Totally. Well, everyone was always trying to fuck in high school, but it's just like, but now I have a car and an apartment. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, like, it's like, Completely. oh shit. Like, yep. I can, I can really, like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's really hard. And it's just like, oh, I have this person, but they're not here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. Um, the jealousy part and the insecurity, because like you said, people want to mm-hmm. check phones and whatever it is, like not hearing from somebody for a few hours or, or the night or even though they people. say, wait, what? On Instagram, like I'd be like, who's this dude who just liked her yeah, picture? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is, and I'll be like deep in it. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, You're man, doing a full social stock of where, like where was he wall, last night? Like, this guy was here and then the school is here. And, <laughs> and there's like red lines <laughs> yeah, going just, through places. And, and, yeah. so, Edgar, you haven't slept in days. <laughs> I need to know who that man was who said, where did you get that coffee? Why did he ask that question? <laughs> um, yeah, that shit happens though. Mm-hmm. I she mean, had male roommates, which drove me insane. Oh, shit. I feel like usually the roommates aren't the thing that to, people to worry about, but sometimes yeah, it can be. Three male roommates. I did, but yeah, I don't know. I, don't know. I, don't I would never anyone. fuck with my roommates at the time, but I get it. I feel you. Mine was when uh, this was at the end. When I mean, mind you, he cheated on me with this bitch, but he married her, so it's okay. And I don't think that's how it works. Well, <laughs> now it's fine. Uh, but I remember he was like really sick. And oh, no. and she, and I'm talking to him, and he was telling me that she was she fed him cereal, <laughs> and I was just like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> and she and I was I was young, so what was I? Twenty two. You your girlfriend. Yeah, that? that's exactly. Like, that's hello. That's that's the most intimate thing I've ever heard. And the, and I literally and again I'm in fucking Toronto, and the dudes in India. I was just like, wait, what? Wait, what the fucking bitch did? What? Why the fuck would anybody feed you cereal? And I was just like, like. How grown? How old? How old are you? You're a grown ass man. 
Why can you not fucking pick up a spoon yourself? You already know what happened. She well, was feeding him cereal and then like a little bit. Spoon exactly. She, she like, gently oh, like pushed it up and then. <laughs> well, no, she was just like, oh, no, wait, there's out. something. And yeah. like uh, went over to lick it. And yeah, I know. That's what happened. Um, I'm sorry. I didn't want to make you think no, about that. No, it's okay. That's 100% what happened. Uh, karma's a bitch. They're not together now. So. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I actually, I, I hated her for a while. I hated both of them for a long time. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, well, these guys got married. So it's fine. Um, but yeah, the constant travel is a big, the money, money issue. Money, man. That's that's the killer. Too, like it's money. hard when you're younger and I you also, don't have, even as you're older, fuck that. Like now I'm just like. This might be really dark, but I think that other people take advantage of it. And I say this as someone who has done it before. I was going to be like, you took advantage. And someone who has been taken advantage of, which is like a girl or a guy will see someone who's in a long distance relationship Mm -hmm. and be like, I can fuck around with this Mm -hmm. person and know that they have a partner so it'll never be anything. But I'll get hella close to that line. And you fall into that trap because it's yeah. like, oh, I have this friend. We hang out. We like yeah. go to the clubs together. We dance. But it's not a thing. Yeah. And like they know that and they feel secure in being like, this dude's never going to try yeah. and fuck me. Or like, I know I can't hook up with this girl, but I'm going to hang out with her all the time. Yeah. Even though her boyfriend's like, you know. That's why you didn't trust the roommates. <laughs> no, because I know that like. I've You're been like, a dude, I know that life. Yeah. I've been a dude who's just like, oh, yeah, this girl has a, a boyfriend back home. But I'm just going to hang out with her all the time because yeah, yeah, she's yeah. going to want a friend. Like, of course. Like. Niggas I mean, not to be trusted. I hear you. I get it. I, I hear you. Um, I think the one that hurt me the most when I was in long distance, and this is like getting real sad, guys, but you don't have people to have shared experiences with. Of course. Like even the, the sad parts in your life. But honestly, like the times I've had really good moments that I was proud of or an yeah. event or something like a, like a whatever it was, you know, for any work or and I couldn't share that with somebody like they couldn't come with me I didn't have a date for this or you know like the like my boyfriend I wanted to bring to this event and I remember once it broke my heart I was asked to um I used to produce a comedy web series and I used to act in it and that character as my character was asked to be a celebrity um guest host at a Phillies game mm-hmm. and I was just like oh shit awesome That's a big and so I like got to go out on the field and blah 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 and the guy I was dating at the time, long distance, couldn't make it. Yeah. And I was just like, heart- and he canceled like last minute. And then I was just like, oh, man. And so then I, I didn't bring any of my friends. And then I went there and I literally felt like that story of, well, if a tree falls in a forest and no one was around to hear yeah. it, did it happen? And then I was like, nobody saw this. Well, Maybe what- it never existed. Mine was kind of similar and it's going to be like a really honest, vulnerable thing. But like one of the things that like kind of cemented Caitlin and I ending was like, Someone else that was like kind of dope kind of mm-hmm. came in a circle. And like, Caitlin was like, I'm trying my hardest, but I'm probably not going to make your first Herald show. And like, that really hurt. And like, yeah. it was like the tree fell in the forest, but someone was around to hear it. It just wasn't and the person the, yeah. I thought it was going to be. And then like, she was at the show. And I was like, ah, oh, well, it is nice that she's at the show. She's at a lot of shows. Yeah. She's at all the shows. And like, you know, like that. And then like, that my plays. Head no, it's like, true. It is true. I mean, um, not to sidetrack, but I remember I fucked up when I was 16. Um, I was in a, like my high school boyfriend. We were together four years and he used to play football. Mm. And I remember one of his first big games, um, he asked me to come watch it. And I was just a kid at the time. I, I, I was so eager to go. But then all of his friends were like, oh, we're just going to go to like one of the friends houses and he, they're like we'll come back and I was like no no I gotta be here because if something happens mm-hmm. they're like nothing's gonna happen we'll come back before 
And then I end up going to the friend's house and nobody's coming back. And I was like, guys, I got to go. And then I end up ditching them. I was like, I, I got to be there at least before the end of this game. I go to the game. He was like, did you see that touchdown? And I was just like, yeah. And I lied. And then afterwards I told him, I was like, I'm really sorry I didn't. And he was so heartbroken. Yeah. And because of that, like ever since that moment, I really, really, really try to be there for mm-hmm. everybody's, especially if I'm dating you for whatever yeah. is really genuinely important it, it to you. It feels good. Like, you know, yeah. like, man, I kind of hate like, cause like she would be like, oh, tell me what the show was like. Like, tell me about it. And I was like, one, it's improv. So that's mm-hmm. already feels weird. But it's just like, I don't know. I kind of don't want to. Yeah. You yeah, exactly. Cause then you, you are. There. Yeah. Then you feel like, oh, well, it wasn't important to you. So it wasn't magical anymore. Um, We are going to keep talking about long distance relationships. I want to talk about maybe some of the biggest mistakes people make. And we Mm. talked about some, but Mm -hmm. I think there are a few more. Mm -hmm. And hey, we're always still a positive show. So maybe we could leave people with some tips on how to make long distance relationships work. Of course. Uh, We're going to come back with Edgar after this break. We only have 30 seconds to describe the newest specialty flavor in the signature crafted recipes collection by McDonald's, garlic white cheddar. It starts with crispy, juicy, and delicious buttermilk chicken, layered with a dramatic drizzle of delicious, delectably creamy garlic aioli, a crunchy medley of crispy garlic chips, topped with a slice of melty white cheddar cheese, finished with iceberg lettuce, and a juicy tomato slice all between a soft warm artisan roll. <sighs> Luckily, you can take all the time you need to savor it. And don't forget to make time to savor our other signature crafted recipes, pico guacamole and sweet barbecue bacon. I participate in McDonald's for a limited time. We only have 30 seconds to describe the newest specialty flavor in the signature crafted recipes collection by McDonald's, garlic white cheddar. It starts with crispy, juicy, and delicious buttermilk chicken, layered with a dramatic drizzle of delicious, delectably creamy garlic aioli, a crunchy medley of crispy garlic chips, topped with a slice of melty white cheddar cheese, finished with iceberg lettuce, and a juicy tomato slice all between a soft warm artisan roll. <sighs> Luckily, you can take all the time you need to savor it. And don't forget to make time to savor our other signature crafted recipes, pico guacamole and sweet barbecue bacon. I participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Hey guys, you're listening to Kind of Dating. I'm Natasha. I'm here with UCB improviser and writer Edgar Montplaisir. Yeah, 100%. That's sort of correct? No, that was correct. Okay. 100% correct. Um, we're talking long distance relationships because both of us have been in them, mm-hmm. uh, failed, but I yeah. still think that there's hope. I didn't fail, I learned. Yes. <laughs> that's, a, that's a very good positive way to think about it. Um, uh, uh, a couple, couple more stats, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, the average time for a long distance relationship to break down, four and a half months. Wow, I, I, I destroyed that. Yeah, forty percent of all long distance relationships end with a breakup. Wow, it's a pretty that, decent number. What a crazy stat. Yeah, seventy <laughs> percent of all failed long distance relationships are due to unplanned changes. Yep. One hundred percent. I didn't plan on getting yeah. them here all night. And we talked about like the biggest mistakes people make are you have to plan an end goal. Mm-hmm. You have to. Mm-hmm. Like if there's no end in sight, it's never gonna it's work. It's never gonna work. Unless two people are just really weirdly okay with living completely opposite lives yeah. and God bless you if you are, but you know. Um maturity? Yeah. I think you have to be ready to be open. Yeah. And like that comes with like maturity. So you have to like be ready to like allow this other person to have complete access to you. It might feel weird to, like, be like, here's this person's Facebook, like, and all this stuff, but it's necessary. But you have to. You have have to. to. Um, I also think people get into it and don't realize the work it takes. It takes Mm -hmm. probably twice as much work as a regular relationship. relationship Like, whatever time you think you're talking to your boyfriend or girlfriend in the same town as you Mm -hmm. or whatever, double that. Yeah. 
because you're just fucking talking all day. Yeah. And when you're not, the other person freaking out. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so you have to keep talking all the time. 100%. Um, we talked about the like, I think the other thing is not being able to have the time commitment to give mm-hmm. to, and what you said, this unplanned changes, like you didn't plan on getting into, I mean, or you did sort of plan on getting into Harold and then you mm-hmm. did and but you don't realize, like, oh, shit, it's going to be it's all be of all these day, life changes. Yeah. And, you know, can I, how Sustain does that, that yeah. yeah, affect. Um, this is one I read online because I was, like, researching this that actually I thought was good advice. A lot of people who get into long distance feel like every time you meet needs to be fireworks. Yeah. And, and you it's have to not, let that go. Yeah, because it's not. No. You have to meet up sometimes and just put on the PJs and watch Netflix. Yes. And that's very good. Yeah. That's very good. And sometimes you have to meet up and just like have the conversation about the problem you've been having. Mm -hmm. But sometimes you don't want to because you're like, well, I'm only seeing this person this time. It's like, I don't want to ruin the vibe. But sometimes there there are conversations you have to have like in person. Which is why I think, and I don't think everyone can do this, but like because I wasn't working, we we got to do longer trips. Yeah. So it wasn't just a weekend. Mm -hmm. It was like three and a half weeks. Wow. So So you got time. Like I I didn't with, you know, with a couple of the people that I was dating. And if I even had a problem, I in general don't like talking about feelings. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, oh, well, fuck it. I'll just have a conversation on the phone mm. like later. Mm-mm. And then time passes, shit passes. Because you, that whole time yeah. you're acting differently. Oh, completely. That in the back yep. of your head. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I feel like the the tips on making it work are the opposite of everything we're talking about. Kind like of. whatever the mistakes are, it's like, well, if you're not planning an end goal, plan a fucking end goal. Yeah. You know? I think everyone should, in a long-distance relationship, should go on a website called literotica.com. <laughs> it is a erotica fiction site. Read yep. how they're writing and try to write like that yourself. Yeah. And text 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 it up. Yeah. Get be willing to be sexy on text. Yeah. And that's my. I, normally, I don't I don't condone uh, sexting in terms of pictures. No, no, no. I'm talking about. But words. I think that people should like when you have a long-distance thing. You got to have phone calls. You got to do all the, the yeah, yeah. Yep. I feel, I, I agree with that because it's hard. Otherwise you're never going to, um, would you ever do a long distance relationship again? I've thought about this because one of my dreams is to work on the daily show or now the opposition with Jordan Klepper as like a writer or mm-hmm. correspondent. And I'm just like, well, that would mean moving to New York. I would never ask anyone to move with me. Mm-hmm. I think that's so fucked up when people do that for my own personal reasons so i'm just like i guess would have to be long distance and that one's not as bad because like there's breaks and stuff mm-hmm. but i'm just like ah, it just seems like a lot of work mm-hmm. so my mind leads towards no mm-hmm. but i'm pretty sure a dope ass girl will get me to change that mind real quick yeah i agree and the girl um, now is definitely that dope yeah oh, i like man, to hear why that why did i say that uh, <laughs> <laughs> but she is but like oh man so I yeah like i think i would it. do it i think i would do it yeah um i don't think i could do it anymore uh, but that's just probably because I've done it clearly for <laughs> probably way life. more times <laughs> than, yeah, exactly, than I should have. That now I'm finally like over my commitment phobia mm-hmm. and I'm just like, oh, okay, no, I, I like need somebody here. And openly, one of the loves of my life is in Australia and we are always like, 
we should be together, but we both know, like, mm-hmm. I, I can't do it, you can't do it. And that's way too fucking far. It's not like, yeah. again, another state. I'm just like, hey, if you ever. Would you just go like, to like Outback Steakhouse? I know. <laughs> and be like, this reminds me. This of reminds you. me, yep. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think I could anymore. But like you said, never say never. That's not what I said at all. Oh, right. Definitely say never. I mean. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but that person's going to come person. and slip you yeah, up. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're coming. Um, so normally on the show, we do something called five questions. Mm-hmm. But uh, you are the second person we are introducing six questions to. Okay. 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 Um, we ask every guest these exact same questions. Well, now the sixth. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it's our dating version of the Bernard Pivot questionnaire made sure. famous on Inside the Actor's Studio. Absolutely. It's our original Absolutely. questions. Okay? So, Edgar, mm-hmm. here are your five, six questions. Yes. See, I'm still con- like not used to it. What is the first thing you notice about a potential partner? Uh, I, it comes down to style and or voice. Nice. But, like, I usually like to say I date quirky girls, but it, mostly that's me saying, like, you definitely have, like, a defining, like, style or voice to you that I'm just like... I'm interested in that. Nice. Uh, what is your one deal breaker? Bad taste, especially specifically in television. Mm-hmm. If your favorite show is something whack, like if you're just like, I like the Big Bang Theory, get the fuck out. <laughs> Take your clothes. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Right. Because it's a, it's a, <laughs> we're working at American Imperial. Oh right. In that situation, y'all thought it was sex. We're at American Imperial. <laughs> what turns you on? Uh man, uh, when someone's talking about something that they're really passionate about. That makes me, makes me, that makes me, that makes me. Yeah. <laughs> um, tell us one of your strengths and one of your weaknesses in relationships. Strength, very supportive. Uh, I'm always someone's cheerleader. Weakness, when I'm mad, I distance myself. Mm. I hear you. Uh, what is love? Love is work with hope. I like that. Uh, besides I love you, what three words would you want your partner to tell you? You are genius. Uh, well, you kind of are. I've seen you perform, oh, so I you are. You. Um, you, I told you at the beginning of this I am taken. <laughs> so, God damn it. Roll, <laughs> um, thank you so much, Edgar, for oh, being on the so show. I really appreciate it. Yeah. How can people find you on socials? Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Awfulgram or on Twitter at Edgar Mopazier. That's how you find me on social media. And to catch you live at UCB. UCB, uh, Arcade Currency performs third Saturday of every month. And you can catch me on my new unnamed Herald team currently uh, every Monday, Thursday, or Friday at UCB. Awesome. Um, I will definitely see you there. Um, guys, we are also on socials, uh, the social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at Kind of Dating. As you know, Kind of Dating is presented by Meltdown Comics. Come visit us at 7522 Sunset Boulevard here in L.A. Thank you so much for downloading this episode. If you can, take a few seconds and review us on iTunes. I'd really appreciate it. And keep sending us your dating stories and thoughts to kindadating at gmail.com or direct message me because you really guys just basically do that. Um, Finally, I know it seems tough out there, but just try. Till next time. The show is produced by myself and Mason Booker, who's also the audio engineer. Our associate producer is Aisha Holden. Opening music composed by Joe Lorenzetti. And our logo and graphics are by Jenna Yannick and K. Daniel Ellis. We only have 30 seconds to describe the newest specialty flavor in the signature crafted recipes collection by McDonald's, garlic white cheddar. It starts with crispy, juicy, and delicious buttermilk chicken, layered with a dramatic drizzle of delicious, delectably creamy garlic aioli, a crunchy medley of crispy garlic chips, topped with a slice of melty white cheddar cheese, finished with iceberg lettuce, and a juicy tomato slice all between a soft, warm, artisan roll. (sighs) 
Luckily, you can take all the time you need to savor it. And don't forget to make time to savor our other signature crafted recipes, pico guacamole and sweet barbecue bacon. At participating McDonald's for a limited time. We only have 30 seconds to describe the newest specialty flavor in the signature crafted recipes collection by McDonald's, garlic white cheddar. It starts with crispy, juicy, and delicious buttermilk chicken, layered with a dramatic drizzle of delicious, delectably creamy garlic aioli, a crunchy medley of crispy garlic chips, topped with a slice of melty white cheddar cheese, finished with iceberg lettuce and a juicy tomato slice all between a soft warm artisan roll. <sighs> Luckily, you can take all the time you need to savor it. And don't forget to make time to savor our other signature crafted recipes, pico guacamole and sweet barbecue bacon. At participating McDonald's for a limited time.